Well, welcome to the second episode of Christ Our Treasure. I hope you had a great and blessed Lord's Day. I know that I'm recording this on a Tuesday, um, October the, uh, the, the 12th, 2021. I uh, didn't get a chance to record any episodes yesterday, but uh, so I, uh, let me just say sort of belatedly, uh, I hope you had a, a, a very blessed Lord's Day. I hope you had a great time. I hope you spent a lot of time with, uh, with, your, uh, with your church family, uh, worshiping and serving the Lord. Uh, so what I'd like to do today is uh, something... Um, maybe a little different than what I would normally do, than what I'm hoping to op- ultimately normally do. But who knows? Um, we'll see. But but what I want to do is I want to share with you a, um, a poll. Uh, and, and I know people have already done this. Uh, probably, uh, I know I'm sort of late to the game here uh, in, uh, in, in doing this. But um, I, I want to... Um, I want to talk about a a poll that came out back in August of this year that was put out by, I believe, uh, yes, the Cultural Research Center at the Arizona Christian University. And um, so just just some some different adult uh, categories that they they identified with us. And thankfully, they they did, in fact... um, do some uh, do some breaking out of um, of these different categories, so they didn't just slump everybody in together. So I think that's good. So you have sixty nine percent are self identified Christians, thirty five percent are self identified born again Christians, twenty eight percent are self identified evangelical Christians, and then you have uh, self uh, theologically born again Christians, twenty eight percent, and then you had integrated disciples pro- uh, possessing a biblical worldview. And this is what I want to talk about at 6%. Now, um, with that said, uh, there are some some things that I want to go down here and I want to look at. Now, uh, I'm not going to really spend a whole lot of time on the self-identified Christian, quote-unquote, adults, because um, there's... um, uh, To be honest with you, there's a lot of people who identify as Christian that just simply aren't. Uh, the only thing I will point out is that of this group, 72% argue that people are basically good, which should tell you about everything you need to know about this group. Uh, that there's very little to no theological education there, uh, and may not even be any um, salvation there. But really, what I want to begin talking about and walking through is this group, beginning with the self-identified born-again Christians, uh, and and moving on down from there. And and I'm not going to go through this you know, fully, I'm not, I'm not going to walk through this whole thing, but I, I do want to, to just point out a couple of things as we go. I think some areas, uh, some problem areas, and, and, and let me say this real quick. None of this really surprises me. I've been a pastor long enough to know uh, that um, there's a lot of rot. There's a lot of, and I don't just mean cultural rot. I mean rot when it comes to the church there's a um, there's a lot of rot out there. Not not the true church, but 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 uh, among those who cl- those those who claim to be um, churches, those who claim to worship Christ on on any given Lord's Day, um, you know, truthfully, as the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith says, um, there are true churches, and then there are synagogues of Satan. I'm not saying that everyone um, out there is a synagogue of Satan who disagrees with me. Uh, certainly not. But there are there are a lot of those who would 
fall into that category because they're not teaching biblical truth. They're not teaching biblical doctrine. They're not <clears throat> honoring Christ and the way that they are uh, they're engaging. But even uh, but the thing I really want to point out is uh, even among this group of the self-identified born-again Christians, and we'll go on down into some uh, into some more detail. But uh, the the thing that 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 again doesn't really surprise me, but it 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 continues to just solidify that there's a lot of there's problems in in the evangelical culture evangelical subculture the 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 protestant culture whatever the case may be there however you want to define that there, there's problems uh, one of those problems is is that it seems as if more and more uh, christians um, even those who would who would previously have bought into would have um, identified themselves as a um, as, as a bible believing christian they're not um, they're not having as big of problems anymore um, holding contradictory belief systems. There is some, some, some major, um, you know, dissonance, uh, dis, uh, dissonance? <laughs> just contradictions, let's say it that way. Um, uh, and so there's some, there's some major contradictions going on there. Um, and they're holding two different things. So, so for instance, um, I'll give you an example. Seventy-two um, percent of of those who identify as born again Christians say, uh, say that they believe that God is the all knowing, all powerful, and just Creator of the universe who still rules the universe today. And yet, out of this same group of people, what are they saying? Well, 77% of this same group of people say that having faith matters more than the faith that, uh, than the, um, than the, the faith that you pursue or which faith you pursue. So in other words, you know, as long as you're sincere, as long as you're a good person and, and try to love God and serve God, I mean, 77% of these same people who say that God is just and rules the universe, um, out of this group. I mean, they, they believe that it doesn't matter which faith you necessarily pursue as long as you're pursuing some faith and as long as you're doing it sincerely. Um, and, and, and again, this same group of people who would, um, again, only 60% believe that um, the Bible is accurate and, re and the reliable words of God or from God. But of this same group, I mean, more believe 65 percent don't believe that there's any such thing as moral truth absolute moral truth objective moral truth um and it's a it's an amazing reality um so even even some of those who believe that the uh, even some of the 60 percent of those that believe that uh, the bible's accurate and reliable um word of god i mean even some of those guys in order for us to get that percentage of 65% say that there's no moral absolute truth, some of them are betraying their own belief system, or at least what they're saying uh, that they believe. Uh, and, 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 and again, um, the scary part about this is that you have 62% who don't even believe that the Holy Spirit is, is a person. They don't believe that the Holy Spirit is a real person. Uh, part of the Godhead. I mean, 62% contend that the Holy Spirit is not real. 
uh, is not a real living being, but is merely a symbol of God's power. Uh, his, not just his power, but his presence and his purity. Uh, and 61% say that all religious faiths are of equal value. So, does this ultimately surprise me? Well, again, no, it, it really doesn't. Um, and this is, I think, really indicative of why it's important for you, Christian, to be in a, in a, in a Bible-believing church. Now, when I say that, let me define what I mean. Bible-believing church, because it's easy for us to say, yes, uh, my church believes the Bible, but does your church hold contradictory teachings and positions? And what I mean by that is, is um, are they teaching the Word of God? Are they preaching the Word of God? Uh, and I don't mean uh, what whatever tantrum that your pastor wants to get on today, or whatever... Um, you know, whatever issue that your church feels like they need to face today. I mean, are they, are they in the word of God, expositing scripture, exposing scripture, showing you what the Bible says? Are, is your pastor or are your pastors going through the Bible and genuinely teaching the Bible, the, the whole, the whole understanding, the whole counsel of God, um, from Genesis to revelation, right. in every sermon showing how Christ is, uh, is in the old Testament, how Christ fulfills this passage of scripture, um, in, in showing how, um, you know, perhaps how Jesus is the greater David or, or, uh, the, the, those types of, those types of things. Are they, are they showing you Jesus, are they giving you Christ? And I don't just mean um, calling you to believe and repent and believe the, the gospel, although certainly that is the starting point. The gospel, um, though, though it is certainly contains the, that truth, the, the message of the gospel is, 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 is amazingly complex, uh, so much so that should we, should we discuss it and study it all of our life, the gospel of Jesus Christ is, is amazingly beautiful, and we could spend an entire lifetime 10,000 lifetimes and never fully exhaust the depths of the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the teachings of the apostles, the teachings of the word of God. And so it's important that you and I are in churches that are, that are in, in, um, regularly expositing the word. And I know that, that expositional sermons aren't the only types of sermons out there. I, I get it. There are doctrinal sermons, theological sermons. There are, um, you know, all kinds of, there are other types of sermons that are legitimate. But Christian, let me encourage you to be in a church that's regularly expositing the scriptures, that's regularly exposing you to the scriptures, that's showing you the word of God, how it applies, not just rantings and ravings, you know, um, not just up there, you know, screaming and hollering and shouting and jumping around and, 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 and talking, a, throwing a little Jesus here and a little Jesus there. But I mean, from beginning to end, from beginning to end, the message is Jesus. The point is Jesus. The point is to show you what the word of God says to, to teach you what the Word of God says, not to not to teach you about the latest ramblings or the latest rantings of 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 your pastor or your church or your pastors, but allowing the Word of God to 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 instruct you, allowing the Word of God to teach you, allowing God's Word to inform what you believe, helping you think through a biblical lens, helping you think about life biblically. 
um, helping you to think about all of life biblically, helping you to understand what God has said in all areas of life. So I hope that if you're not in that church, that type of a church, you will find that type of a church. You will find a church that will prepare you and teach you and help you to grow. If you live close enough, we'd love to have you at First Baptist Church of Independence. Um, if you don't, um, I don't know, maybe you would consider uh, moving to uh, close to a Bible-believing church. Or if there's not one in your area, starting planting, uh, praying for God to send a church planter to uh, to to your area who who will start a um, a Bible-believing, gospel-preaching, um, you know, a, a pastor who who exposits the Word of God regularly. And um, a church that values worship, uh, biblical worship, allowing God's word to even inform their um, their worship. So, um, you know, again, uh, whether that's moving uh, moving to Independence, Kentucky, or close by, or if it's moving somewhere else and and finding a church that that does that, um, I pray you would I pray that that wherever you're at, if you're not in a Bible believing, gospel preaching, word preaching, Bible saturated church, that that you would go find one. Um, time is too short to be wasting on um, to be wasting on on trivial um, silly matters. Um, so hopefully you will you will be in. Hopefully you are, or you will get into a a Bible believing church that's going to teach you how to look at life through the lens of Scripture and not just um, not just tell you or reconfirm what you've always believed, but to actually challenge you in your in your belief systems. Um. And here's here's really the la- really one of the one of the last things I want to say about this. Um, the sad thing about this is that forty four percent, just forty four percent, believe that when they die they will go to heaven, um, but only because they have confessed their sins and accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. Forty four percent. That is that is sad, right? Like. We should have the confidence that we have, if we have truly repented and put our faith and trust in Christ, that we have the hope of Christ. Um, Christian, you, you should know this. Um, you should know that you have this, this hope. Um, there's only one other really thing I really want to point out here. Um, and, and, and here, I think, is the really good thing, right, of, of, the, of the small percentage um, of the of of the um, of those that claim to to identify as Christians across you know whether they claim to be evangelical or whatever nineteen percent and I know that's a that's a small number um, but nineteen percent do confess a biblical worldview and I think that's that's good um, and and of those ninety nine percent of those who um, have a biblical worldview, believe that the Bible is accurate and the reliable word of God. 99% believe that God is the all-knowing, all-powerful, and just creator of the universe who still rules the universe today. 99% say they have a unique God-given calling. 99% say they intentionally try to avoid sinning because they know it hurts God. That is, that I, I hate the way that is worded. That is absolutely horrific, but I hopefully you get the point. Um, 96% claim that every moral choice either honors or dishonors God. I don't know where the other 4% are, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. Anyways, and then 88% believe that God is a reason for everything. Um, 
and again, maybe it's in the way that it's worded, uh, and maybe that's why you have some some um, some differences there. But so there there is good news, and and, and I, I want to be clear about that. And we're not, you know, th- uh, everything isn't just just bleak and and dark and and dreary and just oh woe is me. Um, because there there are Christians out there who who do love the scriptures, who do love the the the, the word of God. So, um, so at the end of the day, um, you know, like I said, I don't want to just say you know focus on what's wrong. I mean that there is much to to be woeful of and and to to weep over, but at the same time, Christian, as I said, uh, don't just say oh my goodness everything is going so bad and so poorly. Uh, don't just say, oh, woe is me, or woe is this, or woe is that. Look, there have always been good churches, and there have always been bad churches. There have always been those who have been, who are synagogues of Satan, and there are those who are true churches of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and I would say this, find a good Bible-believing church, join that church, get into that local congregation, submit to that local congregation, learn and grow from your pastors and elders, help, um, help hold other brothers and sisters accountable. Don't allow your feelings to drive your beliefs, but instead allow the word of God to, to in, uh, inform uh, your, your, your belief systems and your, the way you live your lives for the glory of God. So, so don't, don't just say, woe is me, you know, Hey, we're living in the end times. Everybody's gonna, uh, you know, everything's gonna just get worse and worse and worse. Look, I, I certainly believe, um, as every evangelical Christian does, I, I think Bible believing Christian does, um, that we are, um, that, that the end times commenced, uh, f- from the moment that Christ ascended to heaven. So we are in that sense, living in the end times. Um, but even, even if you're like me and, and you're a, a, a premillennial, uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, I would say, just look that up. Um, that is, you believe in a literal millennial reign of Christ, a literal thousand year reign of Christ. Um, although, uh, not a, uh, not as a, not a dispensationalist. Um, but, uh, I do believe in a, in a literal, um, reign of Christ. I, I, I would personally, not that this matters, sort of just a, a sidetrack. Well, let me just shoot this rabbit real quick. I would be what is called a, 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 a historic or a covenantal um, premillennialist. So I still believe in a literal um, thousand year reign of Christ, but there's some major differences between myself and a dispensationalist. So just, uh, just forewarning, um, if you're looking for uh, a dispensationalist, I am not your guy. I'm used to be, but no longer. So, um, but Christian, whatever, whatever your views on the end times, whatever your pastor's view on the end times, let, let them be informed. Let your, let, let your life be informed by the word of God. Let your, let your ministry that God has given you to your family be informed by the word of God. Let you, let your, let your love for your wife or your husband be informed by the word of God in everything we do and say, let it be informed and uh, by the word of God, let, let our hearts be captured by the word of God. Like Martin Luther, um, before the diet of Worms said, um, you know, and I know this, you know, some, some say it's, it's apocryphal, um, but whether or not it, it, I think is a great point, you know, when, when he simply said, you know, that his conscience is bound to the word of God, right. And, and here he stands, he can't do any, you know, he can't do anything else. Um, you know, let that be your heart. Let that be my heart. I pray it's my heart. I pray it's your heart as well. And I pray that you, uh, you'd be encouraged and through 
this podcast through um, your pastor, through obviously your pastor, and that that you would uh, um, you would be um, taught and fed from the Word of God. So, um, God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful um, day and a wonderful rest of your week. Um, and uh, I'll see you next time. God bless.